my dear friend. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is a program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Fabiano Nyonghuru, currently ministering at uh, Meros Park, as well as Sana Seventh-day Adventist Churches, here in South Australia. And I'm delighted to be able to spend the next hour with you as you follow the, um, the, 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 the radio program of today. We do have quite an interesting theme this week. We are exploring the theme, Is the Bible Relevant in the Third Millennium? And the topic of which we are discussing is, can the Bible be trusted? What did Jesus say? Now, dear friend, if you are interested in the other previous presentations, um, you can actually go to faithfm.com.au and just look for the big Q&A, the draft time program, and you'll be able to listen to the previous presentations, wonderful presentations, as we've been exploring this wonderful theme. Is the Bible relevant in the third millennium? And so, friends, uh, I am so happy to be able to uh, announce the co-host of today. And for those who have been listening to Faith FM for quite a while, or even uh, the early uh, months of 2021, you know that I had Helen with me all, all, all the time in the studio. And so, Helen, welcome back. Thank you so much. It's a delight. I actually came back on Monday night um, with Nick, and hey, this is like old times, Fabian. I know, I know. It's been a while since... I'm not Hugh Heenan, though, but yeah, no, it's great to be here. But we also appreciated having Mm. Hugh. um, Yes, he was on last night. Yeah, yeah, and and especially last year, stepping in for you, and then eventually we just ended up working together, um, you know, while you were not well, so... um, yeah, and I appreciate it. His ministry as well. And uh, this year he's taking on a newer role where he'll be uh, hosting uh, some yes. of the days. And so uh, there's a little bit of a shuffling going on. But hey, it is still the same team, still the Word of God. Um, Nothing new other than that we are getting closer to the second coming. Nothing <laughs> so, new under the sun. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Well, Helen, thank you so much for uh, wonderful, uh, for being here. Um now, you minister at Bedwood uh, Seventh-day Adventist Church, but you do many other wonderful things in this uh, conference in South Australia. Uh, what are some of the things that you do? Well, obviously, the radio broadcasting. Yes, yes. Um, each Thursday, we do a recording ready wonderful. for Sabbath school. Okay. Uh, it's a Bible study time that we yes. study through the quarter. Uh-huh. And, um, oh, that's great. It's a great panel to work with. Wonderful. Very much appreciate that. Yes. Yeah, and uh, my position is that I'm a pastoral care worker, and I, I go visiting lots of people, and at the moment, sadly, we're organizing um, funeral for one of our dear members' mother that passed away. And uh, that's part and parcel. We have another dear member, Colleen, if you're listening, in um Lyle McEwen Hospital, and uh, she's such a dear saint. Lots of people, Fabiano, are suffering at this time mm. through many, many things, and yes. uh, I'm just so grateful that we have a God that we can call on. Amen. That um, when things are going tough, I know when I feel swamped at times, I remember what he said in Scripture. He said, be still 
and know that I am God. And uh, I did that today in the course of it was a very busy day and uh, lots of um, counseling and what have you. And I, I just sat down for a few minutes and I said, Lord, I'm being still. I know you are God. Wonderful. And it's just a beautiful calmness that he can give. Yes. Well, that's very nice, Helen. You do quite a a lot of work and uh, a work that is uh, geared towards bringing people to Jesus, uh, uh, giving them hope and, um, and, uh, and, and pretty much bringing people from a sin, a sin sick world and, and all that which, you know, this world has to throw at us and pointing them to Christ. Do you know, it's such yeah, a privilege, uh, Fabiano, and a delight, not just for people that perhaps have never really got to know Jesus, but I'm seeing some of, um, some of my dear friends, uh, they're okay. getting more into the Bible and they're getting enthusiastic. Yes. And that does my heart so, so good. Praise God. Now, Helen, I would like to just share briefly with those who are listening that I've been reading something so interesting and funny at the same time, but at the same time, I guess, something that I think has been taken too far. And uh, the sub- this, the, the, the header, I should say, for this uh, article says, uh, Chick-fil-A A in East, uh, East uh, Texas buries Bible in its foundation. Let me read that again. Chick-fil-A A in East Texas buries Bible in its foundation. And it actually says a Texas-based Chick-fil-A A a restaurant set to open this spring was literally built on the Bible. When the foundation for the restaurant was laid, a Bible was placed in it. The chicken restaurant based in Marshall will be led by East Texas natives David and Holy Snow. David, who played college football, and then he goes on about, you know, uh, the, 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 um, the history and the background of this person. But I'm interested in this, um, other, uh, paragraph, which, which says, the snows are committed to God and wanted to honor him through their restaurant by making the Bible a part of its foundation. According to the church leaders, the couple's four year old son, uh, Montgomery, however you say that name, uh, placed the Bible on the foundation during construction. The Bible was left open to Joshua 1.9, which reads, Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous, do not be afraid, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And so, a few lines down, it says, They buried a Bible under the Chick-fil-A, uh, he tweeted, and so these people in their life, in their Christian uh, experience, they are very uh, committed Christians, and they also wanted to have the Bible as the foundation of everything that they do. But when, interestingly, when they came to uh, build this uh, restaurant, they decided they'll put the Bible at the very foundation of it, literally, and. I just thought, hmm, what are your thoughts, Helen? Well, my first thought was that seems a little silly. Uh-huh. But then more thinking about it, it was their son, Montgomery, that actually um, sparked that thought off. How did you pronounce that name? Montgomery. Montgomery. Yeah. 
Such a um, mouthful. Um, okay, he he actually mm-hmm. prompted that thought yes. by seeing the Bible there. Mm. I think I think um, really when you stop and think about it, I think their motives. Yes. And not it's not just a funny thing for them. Yeah. Because they are they are very good Christian people. Mm. They want their whole lives yes. to be built on his on their foundation yes. of Jesus. Mm. And you know, any one of us could could put a, a Bible underneath our home or whatever, mm. whatever. But it's more important, though, mm. to have him in our lives yes. as our foundation. Yes. And sometimes we say, stand on his promises. That doesn't mean we get the Bible and we put it on the ground <laughs> and we stand on it. That's right. That means that we can trust his promises. Mm. And it's the same with the foundation. You mm-hmm, know, If your foundation mm-hmm. is strong, then the rest of your life will be too. Amen. I think there's many Amen. lessons we could learn from that. That's right. And. There's a very important principle that you just brought out there, um, and this is the principle of, uh, you know, if the Bible says stand on the promises of God, does that mean we take it literally, or it, you know, how do we even understand that? What um, Bible study methods do we use? I think that that could be another topic for another day because I believe mm-hmm. that would be very very important. And so, but interestingly, yeah, I mean that caught. The headlines, obviously, of the Christian mm. Headlines uh, uh, News Network and Twitter. Apparently, there were lots of tweeters. Um, Twitter or tweets? Tweets, Twitters. I think. Twitters. Okay, tweets. Twitters. All right. Tweets and Twitters. Tw- hey, <laughs> these days there's all kinds of things. TikTok, yeah. Twitters, and Snow. And so, you know, there's so many things out there. But yeah, apparently, there was, it sparked quite a, a discussion on Twitter. But um, yeah, the Bible and wanting to make it a foundation. Now, I think the motive was. Are really good in that we should truly um, have the Bible as the foundation of everything that we do. And so, once again, there's a lot which we discussed and learned throughout this week about the Bible. If you're interested, go to faithfm.com.au and just look for the uh, draft time program, Big Q&A. Now, um, interestingly, we do have a Good giveaway, actually. A, a, a beautiful book. But before we uh, share that giveaway with you, I would just like to give this number to you. And this is the same number that you use if you want to get in touch with us, have a question, have something to say to say or share. It is the number 04-888-808-11. Now, Helen, before we share this giveaway, I'm just wondering if you would like to open with a word of prayer. And um, and then we will share how uh, uh, anyone can actually get this giveaway, and mm-hmm. then we'll plunge deep into the um, into the program of today. Love to. Let's pray, loving heavenly Father. You are a great Creator and our Savior, our King and our best friend. We thank you, Lord, for considering us, for protecting us, for sending your Son to die for us. Thank you, Lord, that we have your love letter, which is the Bible that we wish to study with the listener today. Thank you, Father, for leading us and guiding us in the study. And I pray that the words that each listener hears will be a means of lifting Christ up in their lives and drawing them to him. I pray, Lord, that people will want to search the Bible, not leaving it on the shelf to gather dust, but to, Lord, to get into it, to gather the wisdom from the, from the Bible and apply it to their lives. We pray in your name. Amen. 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 So, dear friend, once again, our topic for today is, um, can the Bible be trusted? What did Jesus say? However, we do have a free giveaway just before we take uh, you know, a short break and, and, and listen to some music. I've got a free giveaway here. God's Word as 
Therapy. This is a this is a book uh, written by Sharon Platt McDonald, and um, this book is a collection of powerful words, a remarkable account and remarkable accounts of how God's hand has intervened in Sharon's life. This is a beautiful book to read. I know that Helen herself has been saying, "I really got." To get hold of uh, uh, this book, um, you want to read it for yourself, isn't it, Helen? Well, I've just ordered six. Oh, six? Yeah. Oh, there you <laughs> because go. Because I read the blurb on it, mm. and I believe this is what we need. We Wonderful. need the Bible, but yes. I think somebody's experiences yeah. can help us. And most people, some a lot of people are in therapy, mm. but a lot of people aren't. And this yes. is God's therapy. Wonderful. If you would like to get today's offer, all you need to do is text the code word SA30. To the number 04888-80811 And the Faith FM giveaway board to reply asking for your details So text the code word That is SA Like South Australia SA uh, SA30 That's the number um, The code that you need to text to the number And then we'll be able to get that to you can, shortly Can I just interrupt there? Yes SA30 SA30 Because sometimes it comes across as 13 Ah, um, yes So yes, let's yes. make sure you've got the right code That's right <laughs> SA30 Dear friends, please stay with us We are going to listen to a uh, beautiful song And this will serve as a stepping stone For the study of which we are going to uh, 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 You know, to, to, um, to have tonight Can the Bible be trusted? You know, what did Jesus say? Let's listen to this upcoming song. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Give me the Bible, star of gladness gleaming To cheer the wonder, lone and tempest-tossed No storm can hide that peaceful radiance beaming since Jesus came to seek and save the lost Give me the Bible, holy message shining Thy light shall guide me in the narrow way Precept and promise, law and love combining Till night shall vanish in eternal day Give me the Bible when my heart is broken When sin and grief have filled my soul with fear Give me the precious words by Jesus spoken Hold up faith's lamp to show my Savior dear Give me the Bible, holy message shining Thy light shall guide me in the narrow way Precept and promise, law and love combining Till night shall vanish in eternal day
Give me the Bible, all my steps enlightened. Teach me the danger of these realms below. That lamp of safety or the gloom shall brighten. That light alone the path of peace can show. Give me the Bible, holy message shining. Thy light shall guide me in the narrow way. Precept and promise, law and love combining. Till night shall vanish in eternal day. In eternal day. In eternal day. Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM uh, Drive Time Big Q&A with Fabiano Nyonghul and Helen Gray. Helen is a regular co-host on this radio program and a dedicated student of the Bible, loves to share her stories and loves to serve in many ways. You probably have heard her on the Sabbath School uh, program, uh, the Friday Night Lives with the Living Ministry Media. Uh, so Helen, we are glad to have you in the studio. Uh, we have been covering the theme, is the Bible relevant in the third millennium? And the topic for today is, uh, can the Bible be trusted? What did Jesus say? Now, Helen, I'm so, um, thankful that we are starting with this topic and this theme at the beginning of the year because it's always good to start off the year uh, uh, on the right foot, you know, with, with the right uh, goals in mind. And I think uh, this year, as we study more about the Bible, uh, then we can be challenged and, and encouraged at the same time to uh, take the Bible seriously. So we are looking at the question, can the Bible be trusted? What did Jesus say? I think that's where the emphasis is. And so um, Jesus, uh, oftentimes in the Bible, was constantly making references to the Old Testament, uh, and uh, he quoted the Old Testament. And so in our study, we will see how, you know, what Jesus had to say and if he trusted uh, the, um, the Bible. And so, in fact, I'm, I'm reminded that in, 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 um, in his ministry, his earthly ministry, Jesus responded to uh, questions with, it is written. Um, seven times in the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter four, uh, four times in Mark, five times in Luke, and one time in John. So in the Bible, we also read of many times when Jesus quoted the truths of God from the Hebrew scriptures. So, um, are you able to share with us, Helen, some of these with us and those who are listening to us today? Happy to do that. Um, just before I begin, though, I have many Bible references. Wonderful. And rather than us reading every one of them, Fabiano, I hope you don't mind, uh-huh. um, I thought that maybe um, I would flick through the thoughts from them. Okay. And if anybody does want the reference, please um, get in touch with us, and I'm happy to send them all out because there's quite a lot. It's quite astounding how much Jesus relied on the Old Testament scriptures. So let me start off with um, the temple teachers were astounded by his understanding and answers. And that came about, you know, when he was young, he was only 12, and he went to the temple. His parents lost sight of him, and they were astounded. Jesus used God's word when resisting the devil. And some of us would know the beginning of his his ministry where he was tempted by the devil. Mm. That's where from um, Deuteronomy it came back, it is written. Mm. 
Yes. It is written, Jesus called upon God's word to respond to the Pharisees at the end of his earthly life. Mm. So his his life encompassed the Bible. Wonderful. You know, he certainly did believe in the Bible. He spoke about the Bible. But, you know, in in the Bible, we also read of many times when Jesus quoted the truths of God from the Hebrew Scriptures, the Old mm. Testament. Fabiana, which book do you think Jesus quoted most often from? Mostly he quoted from, uh, a number, especially the, the Psalms, and he also quoted the book of Daniel. Uh, so I'm trying to think... The one that he quoted mostly from, but it would have to be the Old Testament because yes, uh, they and didn't have the new. Exactly, we didn't have the new, and um, in fact, when you think about Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, those were written after yes. uh, uh, Jesus had left uh, this yeah. earth, and so really, he quoted from the Old Testament, and I would say, yeah, mostly from the Psalms and. Yeah. And I'm sorry I them. threw that at you. <laughs> That's okay. But when I ask people, some people take it from, especially Christian people that know yes. about the temptation, they take it from Deuteronomy. All right. They say he quoted from that the most. But yes. no, you're quite right. Um, the book of Psalms is more often quoted by Jesus than the words from any other book. Uh-huh. And I'd like to give some examples here. I'm yes. going to go through these fairly quickly. All right. But as I said, I do have scripture references mm. if anybody wants them. Mm. So he used the psalmist words when he was asked, for a sign to show who he is Mm -hmm. and there was a a prophecy on that in Psalms and there was a fulfillment in John Mm. the Jews wanted to stone him for claiming to be God right and again there's a parallel there he called himself the chief cornerstone I wonder if you put your Bible in the chief cornerstone of the building. Sorry about that. (laughs) Countering the Pharisees on several occasions he Uh used Psalms foretelling Jerusalem's destruction Talking about his betrayal, telling that he would be hated without cause. Pilate asked if he is the son of God, mm. dying on the cross, committing his spirit to his father, speaking about those who tried to work their way to the kingdom, mm. speaking of the hate the world had for him and the sorrow of his soul, wow. and speaking of man's reward of his works and the manner that God gave to the forefathers. And uh-huh. he also telling about the time they will see him again. All those references come from Psalms. There you go. Wow, that's quite a lot. And not only that, um, he did also underscore some of the key biblical teachings, uh, by using the Genesis, the Pentateuch, as the basis of what he, what, what um, uh, he was teaching. In actually, this is a good thing because it really, uh, tells me that, uh, Jesus, um, took the Old Testament, the whole of the Old Testament as a, a trust, as the trusted, uh, word of God, um, and, and as a guide to life. Mm. So Jesus knew the Hebrew scriptures well. While he quoted most, uh, from the, uh, from the Psalms, did he also quote from many other books? Like what other books can you, uh, share, uh, that he quoted from? Obviously you've already mentioned Deuteronomy, but I'm pretty sure he quoted from a few others as well. Well, that's right. Deuteronomy actually comes second for the book most often quoted. Right. And Isaiah and Exodus, they yes. rank third and fourth respectfully. Interesting. Mm. Uh, that's, that's, that's amazing. So Exodus as uh, is, uh, a beautiful book actually when you think about it, because, um, for those who probably want to make some connections, in the book of Exodus, you have, in fact, the actual word Exodus, it's pretty much a moving from point A to point B. And in, in fact, in terms of salvation too, um, you know, the Israelites moved from Egypt to Canaan and the Christians are moving from a 
spiritual Egypt to a spiritual canon. Um, and Jesus, when he de- died for us on the cross, he took us from a um, spiritual Egypt, meaning a place of sin and darkness and, and so forth and rebellion, to a, you know, and he's leading us to a spiritual canon. And so he's I'm just, taking us from sinner to saint. Amen. Literally. Simply put. And so many wonderful things we could share. What about Leviticus? What about Leviticus? Yes, Leviticus. Um, did Jesus ever quote uh, from um, uh, the book of Leviticus at all? You know, Leviticus is a book about law. And uh, I'm reminded of Matthew chapter 5, where Jesus says, I did not come to destroy the law or the prophets. Uh, so obviously I'm assuming he would have yeah, quoted from um, Leviticus as well. <coughs> yes, he did. Yes. Um Quite a bit, actually, but uh-huh. just prior to that, yes. um, you will notice that Jesus talked about lots of things, even through Exodus. Right. And um, I'd like to mention a few of those, if I could. Okay. I know you want to jump onto Leviticus, but yeah. let me mention <laughs> Exodus, okay. that there was a burning bush incident, which explained the resurrection, mm-hmm. and that also is through Scripture. All right. These are from Exodus, the Ten Commandments came yes. through, the importance of keeping a vow, That's right. and the well-known teaching of eye for an eye before telling his disciples to turn and the other cheek. Mm-hmm. Exodus comes through, and of course it links in with the Gospels. But you asked about Leviticus. Leviticus. Mm-hmm. Well, when you study the book of Leviticus, it's about holy living, and Jesus referenced it a number of times to teach about honesty and making vows, yep. about the command to love thy neighbor, yes. and also about the law of retaliation. Oh, wonderful. That's good. So, in other words, then we could say Jesus taught... Uh, if I can use this word that I just made up, tota scriptura, meaning the whole scripture. You did not make that up. <laughs> I've heard that before. <laughs> In fact, I think it was, was an Amy Graham that sang a song called Tota Scriptura. Isn't this a, an interesting way in which the brain works? I was thinking, is this even a real word? But it uh-huh. kind of made sense in my uh-huh. mind. So there you go. It's not a new word. No, so there's Je- nothing new under, under the, the sun. sun. Right, right, right. Okay, so Jesus taught pretty much from the whole of the Old Testament. If Jesus believed and trusted the Old Testament, can we trust that today? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm, The -hmm. Bible is comprised of the old and the new. Yeah. The new fulfills the old and the old prophesies towards the new. If you you like, the Old Testament is pointed towards Christ. Yes. And the New Testament points to the cross and Mm. the fulfillment Mm. that Christ was of the prophecies. That's right. Well, in fact, let's I guess underscore uh, 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 this this um, uh, th- th- this message that we are pretty much bringing out that the fact that Jesus quoted you know from the Old Testament extensively lots and lots and lots yeah what about in the book of Numbers and Deuteronomy what do we have oh Numbers is all about numbers it's about numbers <laughs> isn't it <laughs> no when all I right. had a look at it in speaking about keeping one's oath Jesus quoted okay. mm-hmm. Matthew 5.33 from Numbers 30 verse 2 right. as well as Exodus Leviticus and Deuteronomy okay. you know they he quoted from each of these wow it's amazing that's good mm-hmm. so are you able to maybe uh, share just um, a few lines, something from the book of Deuteronomy? I mean, okay. Deuteronomy, what's Deuteronomy? What is Deuteronomy <laughs> all about? You know? Well, you know, many people are actually are familiar okay. with the quotes that Jesus made from the book of Deuteronomy, okay. especially that one with Satan tempting him in the wilderness. Mm. But he also quoted from this book many other times. Yes. You know, when summing up the law and the prophets, love mm. God, love your neighbor as yourself, yes. that 
<clears throat> came from Deuteronomy. Wow, interesting. Excuse me. And when citing the Ten Commandments, wow, I've got a lot of texts on that one. Mm-hmm. When discussing divorce, defining church discipline, telling mm-hmm. that man is to fear God in the yes. right way, yes. telling that man is to live by the word of God and to keep wow. his word. These are all through Deuteronomy. Wow. So when people say, uh, I'm a New Testament Christian, Really, no. they don't understand what they're saying, is no, it? No, no, no. Because everything. Mm-hmm. I Go was ahead. just going to say Deuteronomy yep. is second to Psalms wow. in the amount of that wow. Jesus quoted. There you go. So what really they're saying is that it's sad because they don't fully understand that actually most of the things that Jesus said were actually not new. It was the truth that is found there in the Old Testament, mm. but just more like just I guess uh, making it. More clearer, yeah. so people can understand it. But it's the same truth. Yes, that's that's quite amazing. And Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. So mm. it stands to reason that he would have quoted from the Old Testament. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm doing a study at the moment, which I mentioned on Monday night, uh-huh. um, and it's very intriguing. Right. Where I'm actually going through book by book yes. um, to see where Jesus is revealed. Wow, that right would be fascinating. That would right be amazing. It's a long study, but uh-huh. I'm enjoying it. Now, mm. did Jesus quote the prophets? How about that? Who are the prophets? The prophets. Well, let's say prophets like Malachi, Zechariah, Micah, Jonah, Hosea, Daniel, Jeremiah, Isaiah. You can tell I'm going backwards. I was just going to say, do you always go backwards in the Bible? Yeah. It's always good to go. Don't be backwards and coming ex- forwards about the Lord. <laughs> always go forward. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, yes, yes, absolutely. Um, he did. All right. Which is fascinating too. But let's start with Isaiah. Yes. And Isaiah has often been called the evangelical prophet mm. because he says more about the coming of the Messiah and the redemptive work of Jesus than any other book in the Old Testament. In fact, it's been termed as a mini gospel. Okay. 66 chapters. Wonderful, wonderful. But let me just go on. Consequently, there are many important and favorite passages in the book, Mm. and clearly it was a favorite of Jesus as evidence when he explained his reason for using parables to teach, rebuked the Pharisees and scribes for their lip service to God. He cleansed the temple by overturning the tables of the money chambers. Changes. Changes. And mm-hmm. that's, that's quoted in Isaiah. He told the parable of the vineyard, the wow. purpose of his earthly ministry, mm. works he was doing and told of the beginning of sorrows, the end cosmic changes and end times. Mm. He even told of his death that, and his ministry would draw people to him. Yes. He told that salvation had come to them. You know, it's amazing when you think of it that Jesus quotes Isaiah to highlight the disconnect between God and the people, mm. but he also quoted Isaiah to remind people of the comfort that God will bring through him yes. as the Lamb of God and the reigning King. Beautiful book. That is amazing. Yeah. Wow, powerful. So in a sense then, if we were to come back to our question, because the question was, can the Bible be trusted? What did Jesus say? First of all, we could say that Jesus believed in the Old Testament. Oh, I'm and in and I'm in. Exactly. And we could <laughs> yeah. say that you know what he said is that which... God the Father said also in the Old Testament, and we could say that what he said is everything that we read from Genesis to Revelation. Mm. And so Jesus truly uh, trusted in the writings of the prophets. He trusted in the writings of uh, of Moses. We should trust them as well if we believe in Jesus. That's that's quite amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Will we have a break before we go on? Yes, we are going to have a break. In fact, let me just... Uh, Remind those who are listening to us that we are giving away a beautiful book. And this is the book, God's Word as 
Therapy, written by Sharon uh, Platt McDonald. This is a wonderful book because in this book you will find a collection of powerful words and remarkable accounts of how God's hand has intervened in Sharon's life. Now, friends, there are good reads out there, but I believe this is one of them because any testimony, any story that really helps us to see the uh, hand of God in one's life, it's always powerful because we live in a world where there is this separation between us and God because of sin, and sometimes we struggle to you know, put our hand on God and, and and but but when you hear of how God has been working in another person's life you can be assured that God is with us and not only that that encourages you in your uh, walk as well so here is a beautiful book uh, God's word as therapy if you like to have this free offer it is free if you like to have this free offer all you need to do is text the code word SA30 to the number 04888 80811 and the Faith FM giveaway bot will reply asking for your details. So the code word is SA30. That is SA, like the abbreviation for South Australia, SA and the number 30. Thank you, my friends. Let us uh, come to a short break and we'll be right back. Listen to Faith FM anytime, anywhere with the free Faith FM app. Available on the Apple App Store and the Android Google Play Store. I heard the story of Jesus Sounded like music in my head beautiful song dear friends the story of jesus the word of god is powerful than any than any uh, double-edged sword it's a beautiful 
letter from God to us and it transforms one's life so long as one accepts it, trusts in it, and depends on it. Friends, welcome back to Faith FM, Drive Time, Big Q&A. You are here uh, um, listening to Pastor Fabiano and we are in the studios of Faith FM here in South Australia with my good friend Helen Gray. We are covering the topic um uh, the topic, can the Bible be trusted and what did Jesus say? Under the theme, is the Bible relevant in the third millennium? Once again, let me just ask you, Helen, uh, we've looked at a number of books in the Bible that Jesus quoted from. Um, and there's one interesting book, the book of Jeremiah. Did Jesus uh, quote from Jeremiah? There's not just one interesting book. They're all interesting. But yeah. um, Jeremiah was known as the weeping prophet. That's right. And if you read his story, I understand right. why he was weeping. Yes. You know, Jesus quoted the prophet Jeremiah when he spoke of the lack of understanding of the people mm. and the purpose of God's house and the people's abuse of it. Wow. Um, when we get down a little further, I will share some of those texts as well if we've got time. That's right. But, yeah, I, I came to the conclusion, I know that we've got some more to go through, but I came to the conclusion in doing the study yes. that the Bible certainly can be trusted. Amen. If you love Jesus and you're his follower, yes. don't you want to follow his steps? Mm. You know, now Jesus yes. has made it very clear in just the brief study that we've done already yes. that he quoted, he loved the Old Testament. Yes. And he quoted from it and of course his life fulfilled it. That's right. And for me, as a Christian and as a follower of my Lord, mm. that example is, is, is good enough for me Praise to God. say, yeah, the Bible can definitely be trusted. Yes. And Jesus had a lot to say. Yes. And, um, in the book of Daniel? Oh. The book of Daniel is a, <laughs> Book of End Time Prophecies. Uh, did Jesus quote from the book of Daniel? Well, he certainly did. Mm. I mean, I love the book of Daniel, as I know you do. Yes. Uh, Daniel and Revelation together. That's it's right. It was that book that showed me that there is a God, wow. a God who knows the future, yes, yes. A, a God who takes care of people, a mm. God who sees uh, nations rise and nation fall. Yes. It, it's, yeah, it was a revelation for me. I Praise know that's, God. that's a pun on words because it's Daniel and Revelation, <laughs> but it was a revelation for me to understand <laughs> Daniel. I love it. So mm. yes, definitely Jesus mm. quoted from it. In fact, there are a couple here I've just noted when speaking of the judgment of the unredeemed, mm. he spoke about it. In Matthew, it was it was uh, prophesied in Daniel 3. Wonderful. He talked about signs that will appear before he comes again. Mm. Daniel 7, and he spoke about it in Matthew and Mark. Mm. He talks about the abomination of desolation when the Antichrist is revealed. Daniel 9.27, but Jesus spoke about it in Matthew 24.15, and also of what they should do in in response to what they're reading. And again, that was Daniel 11.31, and Jesus said it in Mark 13. Wonderful. What about the book of Hosea? Oh, that's a boy. Have uh-huh. you read that book? Hosea. <laughs> well, I've read it, but it's one of those that you don't read often, no, isn't it? No, but yeah. I'll tell you what, you get in and study it. It's yes, an eye yes, yes. yes, Jesus told that he came for sinners, not the righteous. Wow. For sinners. That's, that's, that's and I, I agree with um, the words of Isaiah, uh, words of Paul when he says, and I am the chief of all. Mm, all know? of us. Yeah, all absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But he also spoke of calamity in the end time. So right. it is an important book and that he spoke of when he spoke Luke twenty three thirty. but it refers back to Hosea ten eight. 
And there's an interesting story in the Old Testament, and that is the story of Jonah. Oh, I love the book of Jonah. Oh, I think I've taken six different sermons on the book right, of Jonah so right. far. It is an incredible book and lots okay. of lessons that we can find. In yes. fact, let's read this one, Jonah okay. 2.17. Jonah 2.17. Yeah, I'm going to throw this one at you. Yeah, that, That's fine, that's fine. It's this, uh, an interesting book because it's a story about a fellow who just... Wants to run away from God. Yeah, but it's also a story about going into the body, the, the stomach of a whale. Of a and people whale. says that can't happen. But we have got proof through history mm. where it's happened right. to several people yes. um, uh, down through history. In fact, even last year, uh, I read where they found a, a man still alive in right. the body of a whale. So you want me to read Jonah chapter 2 verse 17. I hope I've got the right verse here. Ah, I was just going to say, which Bible are you reading from, Helen? Because oh. this gets up to verse 10. Oh. Ah, well, any, well, let's go to Matthew twelve forty. All right, Matthew twelve forty. Wouldn't that be just like it, the one that I say, <laughs> please read? No, that's fine, that's fine. Matthew twelve forty. it says, For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, no, that's quite interesting. We're just going to pause for a moment here because this this is a text. um, Jesus was referring back to Jonah Mm. because it says there that he was in the belly of the whale. Right. For how long? Three days and three nights. Okay. Now tell me, Jesus died on Friday. He laid in the the tomb on Saturday. Uh So that's one night. Uh Saturday night. And then Sunday he rose. Where's the three days, the three nights? Where's the third night? Aha. And that's where we need to study. Yes. And um, I didn't, uh, because I had that asked me. That's right. And somebody said, I don't know how to explain it. And sometimes we explain it through through time and, Mm. you know, part of a day and that. All right. No, no. Jesus was the Lamb of God, was he not? I'm doing this very quickly and very simply. In the Passover service in the Old Testament, Uh There was a lamb. Yes. And they that lamb got slaughtered. Right. But before he was slaughtered, when did or let me ask the question, when did they place the sins on the head of the lamb? Before or after he was slaughtered? Before. Amen. Mm-hmm. So he was he had the sins on before he was slaughtered. That's right. Jesus was slaughtered on Friday. On Friday. What did he do the night before? The night before with the um, with the disciples in the upper room? Yeah, no, he went to the garden. Ah, yes, the after the supper. The garden of yes. Gethsemane. Yes, yes. And what happened at the garden of Gethsemane? What did, God, what did he take on? He prayed and, and he on, said, I, thy, not my will, but thy but will. will. Yes. And he okay. took on the sins of, of the, the world. I want to cry when mm. I think about this. He put on the sins of the That's world uh-huh. on the Thursday. Right, so right. In, in that actual text, read it again for me, 1240, please. 1240, for as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. It doesn't say exactly the same, does it? It says, Mm. in the heart of Of the the earth. earth. What is the heart of the earth? Well, the earth doesn't have a 
boom, 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 hard. No, it's the, it's, but it's it means sad, that he it? was in the grip of Satan. Okay. You're in the grip of Satan. In the oh, midst right. of the world. Yeah, that's a discovery for me. Well, mm. That's, well, that's I, I get goosebumps every time. Right, I, I get so excited right. about it. In fact, I had one girl say, you're going to do Jonah again. But that's just one example wow. that when you get it, I'm so excited about studying the Bible. Mm. And when you get into mm. the Bible, it's just amazing how it comes clear. So literally... On Thursday night is one night, Friday night is two, mm-hmm. Saturday night is three. Wow. Hey, you can see Isn't why uh, we are so happy to have Helen on the radio program because she brings a wealth of information <laughs> and wisdom and knowledge and understanding. Thank um, you, Helen. I just wanted ah, to pause for a moment on that. Very, one. very, very powerful. Yes, wow. Let's you. Let's just come to... Micah, Zachariah, Malachi, because I'm conscious of time. Yes, I know, I took mm-hmm. a bit there. Okay, let, okay. Me just, let me combine them. Yes. All right, so in Micah, Jesus told that he would bring division. All right. Which is interesting because, you know, God yeah. is love. Yeah, why And here he we have division? a division. Mm. So we've got text for that. Zechariah, Jesus told that the disciples would desert him, and it was prophesied mm-hmm. back there in Zechariah. And in Malachi, which is the last um, book of the Old Testament, Jesus told that John was sent to prepare his way Mm -hmm. and that he fulfilled in type the work of Elijah. Wow, that's powerful. Fantastic. So, so what does that show us? Really, it, Jesus trusted, believed, and used the all, the whole of the Old Testament, the whole so Bible. And so shouldn't we? Yeah, we should. I mean, so yeah. should we? Yes, yes, we yes, should. Absolutely. Mm, mm, mm. Have that we got another amazing. break before we uh, No, conclude? no, no. In I fact, can, I can conclude. In fact, you can continue. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, I'm so excited. It's so oh, nice to be amazing. back. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, what do you think we should be Well, let me ask a question. Yes. yes. Does this study then apply to me today? Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Not just to you, Fabiana, right. to me and to everyone. Everyone. I believe yeah. there is a lesson for all of us. And this is something I like to do too when I'm studying scripture. Okay. I like to see what the lesson is. Yeah. What's God trying? And is it is it um, applicable today? Right. So very quickly, Jesus okay. was quick to wield his sword, which is the word of God. Mm. Ephesians tells me that and Hebrews tells me that. Right. Jesus was also able to answer questions posed to him with it is written. written. Why? Because he knew God's word. That's right. And also Jesus was strengthened and empowered by God's word to mm. face any situation, including death on the cross. Mm. So I'd like to leave this thought. The question for all of us is, do we know the word of God well enough to quickly recall it in any situation? Do we hide his word in our hearts and allow it to fill our minds and direct our words and actions? Mm. And is he the foundation of our life? Mm, Good question. I say yes to that. And friends, just before we close our radio program for today, I'd like to also remind you that when Jesus um, had, um, uh, when, when Jesus had been crucified, uh, some disciples were walking to a place called Emmaus. Yes. And he met them and they were weeping and they, they, they had all kinds of questions. And then Jesus sought to remind them something very, very, very important. And we read about this in the book of uh, Luke chapter 24. And I highly recommend that you read this part as well. Um, it says here, if I could pick it up from verse, uh, uh, which verse? Uh, verse uh, 25. Jesus said to these people, he said to them, how foolish you are and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. 
Verse 26, did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? Uh, verse 27, and beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. Amen. So the Amen. whole Bible is about yes. Jesus beginning with the Old Testament. Yes. The Pentateuch, the first five books of Moses, the prophets, the testimonies, and all of that really is about Jesus. Jesus is not just in the New Testament. He's in the Old Testament, in fact, big time. Absolutely. And so the New Testament is more like a magnifying glass, really. And so Jesus believed, believed the, uh, the words in the Old Testament, quoted them. And in fact, they, re, they, they, they also point to him. Um, we should too, as well. And so I believe, uh, if we say, can we trust the Bible? I'll say, Yes, a hundred percent. There is mm. over three hundred prophecies about Christ alone in that's the right. old in the Old Testament. That's mm. right. Yeah, now that's amazing. Well, dear friend, thank you for tuning in today. Uh, why not commit to start reading your Bible or to start reading it more often? We speak to God when we pray, but He speaks to us most directly and most clearly when we read His Word. The more we read the more we learn about Jesus and his will and ways, his purpose and plan for our lives, all that found in scripture. So commit today to learning God's truths so you can be ready always to give an answer to the, uh, to that, um, you know, that, that will begin with the words, it is written to anyone who to ask you. We also have a promise that the Holy Spirit will bring us back to our memory mm. when we need um, those words. He can't bring it back to our memory if we haven't put it in. Amen. So we need to study. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we want to thank you for your word. We want to thank you because we know that in the beginning, uh, you spoke this world into existence and you are able to speak life into our lives today as well. Are we wearied? Are we uh, troubled? Are we suffering? We can turn to your word and find your word as a sure guide. For the Bible says in Psalms 119, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Are we thirsting? Jesus said that his word will be able to bring us closer to him, the source of um, uh, the, the spring of life. And Lord, we want to thank you because your word is uh, able to increase our faith and strengthen us. For we are reminded in Romans ten seventeen that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. We are so thankful and we are so grateful. We trust and believe in your word. In fact, prophecies point to uh, each one of us that the things contained in Scripture are true and trustworthy because prophecy speaks about things to come and many a times, always, in fact, they have been uh, proved to be true and they have happened as the Bible had predicted. Father, help me, help my dear listener, help all of us to trust in your word and to commit to reading it more often. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
Jesus 